From the food we eat, the air we breathe, the land we dwell, to the health of our body and mind and the well-being of all things in the universe. Unlock the science with Chula Radio Plus. Welcome to Unlock the Science. I'm Virada Zalim. The expectation of an ideal family dinner for many Thais is a table full of food. The larger meal, the better, even if it is too much for everyone to eat it all. As Thai people often say, better to have more rather than do not have enough. Therefore, a large amount of food is thrown away as a result. A lot of people may feel a little guilty to discard leftover eatable food into a bin, but they still waste it anyway. This is because wasting some unfinished food is not such a big deal in the perception of many people in well-to-do societies who can afford to buy seemingly endless choices of food offered by modern food production. However, many studies and real-world evidences have revealed major problems from food waste. According to Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations, or FAO, roughly a third of the world's food production is wasted every year. This amounts to about 1.3 billion tons of food, which are enough to feed as many as 2 billion people for a year. For the proportion of each type of food being wasted each year, roughly 30% of cereals produced is wasted, 40-50% to 50% of root crops fruits and vegetables, 20% of oil seeds, meat and dairy, plus another 30% of fish. This means we waste both huge quantity of food and all kinds of it. We should keep in mind that while we dissipate such astounding amount of food, the world also faces the opposite problem of hunger and undernourishment. A recent report by FAO estimated that there are nearly 800 million people or around 10% of the world population, notably in poor African and Asian nations, who are currently unable to get enough food to meet their minimum daily nutrition demand. The existing world hunger is not because we cannot produce sufficient food, as we actually produce more than enough for everyone. It is estimated that these undernourished people could easily be fed with just one-fourth of the food currently lost or wasted globally. Therefore, it is inequalities in food supply chain and economic system that prevent poor people in developing countries from accessing global food supply due to their lack of purchasing power. On the other hand, people in rich countries are spoiled by excessive shares of food, allowing them to develop wasteful consumption behaviors. Not only wasting valuable food that can fill an empty stomach of a lot of less fortunate people living with hunger is a major issue in itself. Food waste also contributes to many other problems, especially in impacting the environment. Since food production is a resource-intensive activity, food waste poses a major squandering of resources, including water, land, energy, labor and capital, and needlessly produces greenhouse gas emissions, contributing to global warming and climate change. Carbon footprint of food wedges is estimated at 3.3 billion tons of greenhouse gases released into the atmosphere per year, according to FAO. Besides the impacts to environment, 
The United Nations has estimated that food waste also causes direct economic consequences, up to 750 billion U.S. dollars yearly, which is much higher than the gross domestic product of Thailand. For Thailand, although there is no official statistics on food waste, the country's Pollution Control Department has reported that around 64 percent of total municipal solid waste collected was organic waste. Amounting to around 10 million tons per year, due to its lack of proper waste segregation, Thailand's municipal solid waste is often contaminated with spoiled food waste, which makes it very difficult to recycle or incinerate as fuel in waste-powered plants. Therefore, most of this waste is dumped in open-air landfills, which often leads to environmental and health problems for nearby communities. Nevertheless. There are already some initiatives launched by academics and civil society organizations in Thailand that aim to reduce food waste and promote appropriate management of leftover food. Chulalongkorn University is one of the institutions that has been carrying out campaigns in dealing with food waste within its campus. Up next, unlock the science reporter Prat Ruti Wanarom talks to Associate Professor Dr. Nuta Supakot. From Department of Environmental Science, Faculty of Science, Jalalongkorn University, who also oversees the food waste reduction and management under Jalal Zero Waste Project, to learn more about this initiative. From what you have seen from Jalal Zero Waste Project, how much food waste situation in Jalalongkorn University? Okay. Um, first of all, I would like to um, say that there are two types of food waste in. Um, Um, Jalangkar University, um, and I would like to say that major source of food waste is from Jalangkar canteens. Okay, there are two types. First, is uh, the food waste that generate from food vendors during their um, prepare cooking. Yeah, and um, the the example of this type, such as um, like um, fruit peels or vegetable, and uh, like um, egg shells. Uh huh, and another type of of food waste is um, generated from consumer after eating, like um, rice or noodles. Yes, and um, I would like to say that um, um, solid waste management in Jula Canteens is a sub project that under the Jula Silo Waste Project that um, aims to reduce solid waste and encourage. Jalangkong University students and staff to separate waste at the source in CU canteens, and um, since the project was initiated in um, five years ago in twenty um, seventeen, the amount of solid waste in July canteens, I mean twelve July canteens that under July s i l o w e s t project, has been reduced the amount to thirty percent, and um, we can claim that no food waste in July canteens. Um, that go to landfill. Yes. Mm-hmm. And how exactly is food waste is managed after the uh, collecting in in Chulalongkorn University? Okay, as as I say that um, the source of food waste come from your canteens. Yeah. There are two types, right? And the first type, vegetable or food peels or um, eggshells. These will go to. Um, Biodigester to use to decompose this such a food waste to make compost 
or soy amendment that used in Jilongko University. And for another type, which is um, the the waste, the food waste after we eating, like rice or noodles, that the farmers will come to the canteens to pick up and to feed the fish. Yes. And uh, the f where, where are these farmers? These farmers come from um, the province nearby Bangkok, right? Radbury, Supanbury, Angtong. So they can get the food waste to feed the fish for free? Or, yes, or, that's right. Oh, mm -hmm. that's good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And how Jula and how Zero Waste Project managed to reduce food waste, the amount of food waste in general? Um, actually, if you go to, to the canteens, you will see that we provide five bins mm -hmm. for the consumer, like for, 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 the, for the consumer that come to use the, the, the canteens, right? One bin that you can see that this is for food waste. And this bin, the farmer will come to pick up this bin and um, um, pick up them to feed the fish. Uh huh. But if you go to um, the food vendor shop, uh huh, in the back, we provide two bins for them. One is one bin is for food waste as well, and this was with um, the physical department of Jangan University. We come pick up this waste for do the compost. Yeah. And what can we learn from the project? What can we learn from the yes. project? I would like to say that. Waste separation at stores is one of the steps towards the circular economy and um, the better the quality of our waste and the higher the environmental benefit. Yeah, so that the first is we have to separate waste first. Then mm -hmm. we can use it more beneficial. How can we manage food waste at home? Ah, I, I would like to show that, um, that um, in, in the department, of environmental science, we encourage the staff to um, separate food waste, and also um, we do the project that use this food waste to uh, do a compost on the balcony on the fourth floor of our building, and um, to grow the plants. And it's mm -hmm. all work well. So this means that how is does start at your home, start at your organization, and doing by practicing. Yes. I see. Mm -hmm. So, uh, the heart of uh, managing the food waste is to separate it properly, is that correct? That's right, that's right, that's correct, that's correct. Yes. And, and, and what is the problem when we, uh, we often fail when uh, managing food waste? How to say? Okay, separate of the waste of the thought is not difficult. Yes. But it's not easy. Mm -hmm. The thing that makes this difficult is um, because um, we need all stakeholder participation. So how to encourage them? The thing is we have to like provide the the, the easy way or the convenience um, practice for them. Yes, mm -hmm. and promote continuously. Do you have any recommendation on how we can solve food waste problem in the long run? I would like to say that it's our mm -hmm. responsibility to, to do it and um, just um, do little by little. Just start from that you can and um, go to another step. A any uh, final thought about as the consumer on how to uh, reduce the food Start waste? from reduce yeah. and try to reuse and recycle. Mm -hmm. Yes. Very simple. <laughs> yeah, very simple, but difficult to, to practice, but...
Yeah, but we can do it. That is Unlock the Science reporter Pratruti Wanarom talks to Associate Professor Dr. Nuta Supakot from Faculty of Science, Jalalongkorn University. We will take a short break now. You are listening to Unlock the Science on Chula Radio Plus. We have learned that our behavior as consumers is responsible for large amount of food waste generation, but we are not the only source of food waste. There are also food losses along the way in every step of the food life cycle. Start from the fields. Not all the crops are harvested due to the damages from ineffective harvesting methods, pests, diseases, or disasters. Some of the harvested crops are lost during transportation and storage, while more food that is perfectly fit for eating is also selected out and thrown away at shops and supermarkets, just because they look not appetizing or fail to meet the store's quality control standard. Fruits and vegetables, plus roots and tubers, have the highest wastage rates of any food in this process. Finally. The food that reaches consumers' hands may also end up in the bin without being consumed, as it is spoiled or expired after being kept in the kitchen's cabinets or refrigerators for a long time. Studies by FAO and United Nations Environment Program have highlighted that eatable food that is discarded by shops and supermarkets makes up about 35% of all food waste. This issue is especially more prominent in rich industrialized countries. In Europe, specifically, 40 to 60 percent of fishes caught are discarded, either because they are not of the right size or quality. Therefore, consumers in rich countries annually throw away food almost as much as the entire net food production of sub-Saharan Africa. 220 million tons, as compared to 230 million tons. Food waste generation per capita of rich nations is also found to be 10 times higher than that of developing countries, or around 100 kilograms per person per year in Europe and America, compared to 10 kilograms per person per year in Africa and Asia. To combat this major issue. Many charitable organizations are operating food rescuing missions in these rich countries by collecting underqualified or near expired but still eatable food products, which otherwise would be disposed of from supermarkets and food donors to cook free meals for people in need. Thailand also has one of such charitable organizations that aims to reduce food waste and feed poor people at the same time. With free healthy meals from rescued food. In order to get to know more about its food rescuing mission, Unlock the Science reporter Pratruti Wanarom talks to Nantapon Tirapong Paibun, Outreach Manager of Scholars of Sustenance Foundation of Thailand or SOS Thailand, on her organization's work in Thailand. Please tell us about what SOS Thailand is doing. Okay. First of all, I would like to introduce myself first. My name is Ploy Nantapon Tirapung Paibun, an Outreach Manager of Scholar of Sustenance Foundation, and we are the food 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 rescue foundation in Thailand, which is like the first one ever. We have never been gotten this one before. Um, and yes, every day we we send out our refrigerated truck. Um, for truck in Bangkok and one each per location in Thailand. 
to those um, supermarket, hotel, manufacturer, distributor, and then re rescue those surplus food. And then at the end of the day, we, we distribute to the community in need every day. So we don't call it food waste because it's still edible and still safe to eat. So we call it surplus food. Oh, you use a very interesting term, food rescuer. Can you please yes. uh, explain me more on how, how you do your job? Yeah, so it's pretty much similar to like when someone rescue, you know, the patient or some people who got accident by the car or anything. But we are like the one who rescue the food that otherwise has to be wasted to be safe and to be have its own value for consumption. So we still think that a lot of food in this world still edible and safe. But it just maybe not meet the cosmic cosmetic standard or some standard of the market, so they cannot be sold or they cannot be like selected from the consumer, and then it's got wasted. So yeah, we just save them from those, you know, unexpected throwing away, and yeah, and send to the people in need. And right now, where where do you get the uh leftover or the food surplus? Uh, we we work with a lot of partners right now, about yeah. 400 yeah partners who are supermarket big supermarket chain in Thailand like Tops Market, Big C for example, mm -hmm. and we have a very big change of restaurant for example like MK Restaurant, KFC and other restaurant like OEG and and some something more and also some food manufacturer like um. Barbecue Plaza when they have got a distribution center of the pork and Nestle as well. Do, do you work mostly in Bangkok? Is that correct? And how much uh, food surplus that you collect uh, from Bangkok each day? All right, um, we work with four location in Thailand at the moment. We have Bangkok, Chiang Mai, Phuket, and Ho Chi Minh. And Bangkok is the biggest one because we started here at the first place in 2016. And every day, if I if I can calculate each truck that we have, it can be rescued about almost two ton per truck. So two tons times four, so it's like eight tons per day, which is not quite a, wow. you know enough for Thai for, for Thailand and especially in Bangkok because Bangkok normally produce weighs around nine thousand tons per day, which 50% of that amount is food waste. So we can say that about 4,500 tons of waste in Thailand is food waste. Yeah. How uh, do you do with the with the food surplus that you collect? So um, at first we trying to share knowledge with the staff at the um, at the facilities of the donors, donors are those supermarket hotel and, and stuff. We're trying to tell them like how to separate good food away from the food that cannot be edible anymore. So mm -hmm. we try to train and and tell them what are the food safety and how to separate and how to keep them in the right temperature and how to send send those surplus food to us. So yeah, that's that's kind of way we we trying to educate a lot of partners and and make sure that our logistic system is is the best <laughs> to make sure that we, we we give away 
safe food to the community. Otherwise, they will get sick at the end of the day, and that it will not be so great to hear that, right? Yeah. How much people that benefit from your campaign, especially in Bangkok? We cannot yeah. really determine the amount of people exactly, but we know that we have been helping about 300 community in Bangkok alone. How did you come up with the campaign to help the poor people get food? Okay, so we need to go back to the beginning a little bit. Yeah. Actually, Scholar of Sustainment is not established by Thai people. Mm-hmm. Uh, our father, he is a Spanish guy and he is a businessman who worked in the um, financial logistic company before he owned it. And then he get retired from his job then he sell, sell his own company and then use all that money to invest in Scholar of Sustainment to set up the charity. And he felt that, okay, actually logistics can be done something with food weight and to really narrowing the gap between surplus food and those people who, who don't really have enough food each day. So yeah, that's the idea at the beginning. So you see the logistic part that which is, very beneficial for this cause. Uh, talking about the future, what will SOS Thailand planning to do on the regard of uh, ending the food waste and uh, poverty and ending hunger? Um, yes, we having a long-term mission for Thailand that we're trying to build food equity in Thailand, which means that everyone should have access to good food, or not not mentioning they, what their status are or religious or, you know, like everyone should have access mm-hmm. to good food. So what we are thinking and what we're trying to do right now is to establishing food bank in Thailand, like National Food Bank. So it's saying that if we can really build system to collect surplus food all over the country, like from every region, from every province or even like small city, and we have the proper space to store them in the right place and have the data system to match between demand and the supply, then it can be sure that in the future, if we got those kind of natural disaster or like this time that we have got COVID-19 pandemic, we, we have the, the right amount of food to feed the whole country without you know, pro- pro- producing more new food or um, using more budget to buy those new food because we have got surplus anyway. So it is me that we, we want to, to do the right food waste management, food surplus management to make sure that everyone got food at any time. As the world population is still increasing and we also face major challenges from pandemics, armed conflicts and climate crisis, FAO has estimated that by the year 2030, more than 660 billion people in the world will still suffer from hunger. It is more important than ever to cut out food waste. It is a part of the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals that humanity needs to focus on global food loss and waste in order to assure that these wastages of food will be minimized and redistributed to those who need it. In line with FAO's recommendations, both Associate Professor Dr. Nuta and Nantapon insist that cutting down food waste can begin at our own home by buying just enough food and segregating leftover in avoiding sending food waste to landfills. 
Furthermore, all the players in food production chains also need to collaborate with each other to harness the systematic change towards sustainability in our food system and ensure that our ample food supply will be fairly and efficiently distributed to everyone. Unlock the Science would like to thank Associate Professor Dr. Nuta Supakot of Faculty of Science, Chulalongkorn University, and Nantapal and Tirapung Paibun, Outreach Manager of SOS Thailand. I hope you enjoy our program. You can listen to Unlock the Science on Jula Radio Plus at FM 101.5 every Saturday from 1 p.m. to 1.30 p.m. You can also listen and follow us on our website, curadio.jula.ac.th, and our Facebook page. Our show is also accessible as podcasts, including on Apple and Spotify. See you again next Saturday. Have a nice day. Unlock the Science is edited and produced by Simfa Tunsorawood.